Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. This is Vernon R.E. Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes. And for over 30 years, we have serviced the seven-county Denver metro area. Yes, we already know the real estate market is in a state of flux. Interest rates continuing to rise. How far they will go, purely that's going to depend on how the Federal Reserve Board affects them. Uh, buyer inventory shrinking as interest rates go up. I mean, you're talking about maybe paying $1,000 more for a medium-sized home in the four or 500000 range than you would have paid last year. So $1,000 more. Not everybody has that in their drawer. Um, I will say this. Buyers who are seeking to buy have more inventory than they've had in years. However, some buyers need help with getting their credit together. So I'm going to focus on getting your credit together. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or you've owned a home years back and you're thinking about doing it again, I just want to talk about some ways to boost your credit score just so you kind of have it in your dossier of knowledge. If you need a mortgage, a good credit score, it's also called a FICO score. That's what most mortgage professionals call it. And a lot of it's within your control. Basically, a credit score is a simplified calculation of your history of paying back debts and making regular payments on loans. If you're borrowing money to buy a home, lenders want to know you'll pay them back, obviously, and in a timely manner. And a credit score is an easy estimate for them to make an assessment. Pull your credit report, first thing. There are three major U.S. credit bureaus, Experian, Equifax, TransUnion, and each releases its own credit scores and reports. Their scores should be roughly equivalent. Uh, of course, being in the business over 30 years, I'm gonna tell you right now, I've seen significant, significant differences. I've seen TransUnion have a score of 760 and Experian have a credit score of 714. Even though that's a good credit score, both, it's still a pretty wide range. For example, Experian considers on-time rent payments while TransUnion has detailed information about previous employers. To access, access these scores and reports, you can go to a website called annualcreditreport.com where you can get a free copy of your report every 12 months from each credit reporting company. It doesn't include your credit score though. You have to go to each company for that and probably pay a small fee. Most mortgage brokers, if you're thinking about buying a house, they'll pull your credit for you and they'll tell you, hey, this is what you can buy if you repair this. Because this takes a certain amount of time to cure off or get off your credit report, which will boost your credit scores. Or they may tell you, look, you can buy now if you have the capital. But I would still always pull one once a year just to go through it to make sure the data is correct. It's probably not going to be perfect, 
but make it be correct as possible by calling the individual credit reporting uh, companies on your report and telling them, hey, this is wrong. This needs to be corrected and I have documentation to support why I believe this needs to be corrected. You can also check with your credit card company. Discover, Capital One, offer free access to scores and reports. Once you've got your report, again, I'll say this again, thoroughly review it page by page, particularly the adverse account section, uh, public record information, or court information. You know, you file a bankruptcy. Um, is there a lien against your name for whatever reason? The better your credit history, the higher the score, and the better your opportunities for the best interest rate for your home loan. FHA, Federal Housing Administration, requires a minimum credit score of 580 to permit a 3.5% down payment. But most major lenders often require at least 620, if not more. So what can you do to get your credit report in ship shape? In 2013, the Federal Trade Commission study found that 5% of credit reports contain errors that can erroneously ding your score. So if you spot any, start by sending a dispute letter to the Bureau, providing as much documentation as possible per Federal Trade Commission guidelines. You'll also need the contact organization that provided the bad intel, such as bank or medical provider, and ask it to update the info with the Bureau. This may take a while, and you may need documentation to make your case, but once the bad info is removed, you'll see a bump in your score. Erase one-time mistakes, so you made a late payment or two. Who hasn't? Call the company that registered the late payment and ask that it be removed from your record. If you had an oopsie, and missed a payment or two, most companies will indeed tell their reporting division to remove this from your credit report. Granted, this won't work if you have a history of late payments, but for accidents and one-time boo-boos within a year, it is an easy way to improve your credit score. And believe it or not, this does work. That does work. Increase your limits. One no-brainer way to increase your credit score is to simply pay off your debt. Again, pay off your debt. If it's not an option right now, here's an interesting loophole. Ask your credit card company to increase your credit limit instead. Don't use it, but increase your credit limit. This improves your debt to credit ratio, which compares how much you owe to how much you can borrow. And lenders look at this and they have a guideline they have to follow as well. Having $1,000 of credit card debt is bad. If you have a limit of 1500 it isn't nearly as bad if your limit is 5000 The simple math, although you owe the same amount, you're using a smaller percentage of your available credit, which shines on your borrowing practices. Uh, I've had a lot of lenders speak with me and uh, dealt with credit reporting, credit reporting agencies, credit repair companies. And all of them say, having your, your access to credit and all that remain under 30% is very, very good. Obviously, they would want it to be under 20%, but usually 30% will make you look good to a mortgage company 
as long as those payments are on time as well. Uh, another thing, yeah, I just got through saying it, pay on time. If you're often late with payments, now it's the time to change. You have the power to improve your credit score yourself. Commit to always paying your bills on time. Consider signing up for auto pay automatic payments. That's exactly what I do. Uh, and don't carry your credit cards with you all around. You might take one or two that you may use, but I always say if you can't pay with a debit card, don't buy it. Uh, that's my own personal thought. Um, but I would tell you, leave most of your credit cards at home. Don't carry all of them with you. Put them at home, put them in your safe, okay? Now, I will tell you this. Give yourself time. Unfortunately, negative items such as those habitually late or non-existent payments can stay on your report for up to seven years. The good news? Changing your habit makes a big difference in the payment history segment of your report, which accounts for about 35% of your score. That's why it's essential to start early so that you're sitting pretty once you're shopping for homes and find one that makes you swoon. Any questions about your credit credit report, I have access to multiple mortgage people who can pull your credit for free and give you an update or an idea of what you need to do to get your credit together to buy a home. And understand, that's no cost. Even if you can't buy now and you're thinking about buying a year from now, it's good to get your credit report pulled now so you know what you have to repair and that year will give you time to do so. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon R.E. Jones. Any questions, please feel free to give us a call at 303-359-8218. As always, please be safe.